evening, everybody. Thanks for coming. Um, another awesome Wednesday night. We're burning through the month of March. We're just heading, steaming away into May, and, and then we'll take a break for the summer. Um, glad you guys are here. We are going to dive back into Romans tonight. We've been away from it for a few weeks. Um, if you've been with us this year, you know we've been working verse by verse through Romans chapter 12. Uh, so if you have your Bibles and uh, with you, turn to Romans chapter 12. We're in uh, verse 16 tonight. So as you look at these verses, it just seems like I don't know that they can get more pointed. But, but they do with each week. And so... Um, if you don't mind, Tara, because you've got it opened up there, read 14, 15, and then 16. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Mourn with those who mourn. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be proud, but be willing to associate with people of low position. Do not be conceited. Very good. Uh, King Jimmy says there, be of the same mind one toward another. And what does yours say, that first phrase? Live in harmony with one another. Very good. Very good. So, so this is the start of this verse 16. Uh, this could be a three-point sermon. Um, the, the commentary that I added to that is uh, take on in your mind what is going on in your friend's mind. And, you know, we, we've, we've been hitting pretty heavy the last couple of weeks about esteeming others higher than yourself, you know, investing in your friends, so on and so forth. And for, for me, this is just a, another way to do that, another way, avenue. You know, how many times have you been sitting there talking and then all, all of a sudden it just goes deep? You know, you poing, 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 and you jump off the board. And before you know it, you're, you're dog paddling, you know. And, and you weren't necessarily planning for this, but you can see that, that this fella or lady really needs to offload. And so there you are. And if you guys are like me, if I'm not careful, I quickly start looking at, you know, what, you know doggone, I got to go, you know. And there's times that that's appropriate, and there's more times that that's a sin, you know. In, in other words, I have been in cases where it wasn't my fight, I was going to be gossiping to, to stay with it. I was going to be sinning, if you will, to take on the mind that this person... So in those cases, I, you know, you need, you need to have a prepared statement for those cases. Right. You know? And anymore, I've just gotten to where I've said, what I preach, that person's not here. And I'm not comfortable with going on with this conversation in this direction. 99 times out of the 100, the person will say, you know, you know they'll, they'll concur there is that 1% that, well, I'm telling you right now, you know. And then, then you just got to do what you got to do to get out of it. But the other rest of the time, I, God is calling me to, to go in deep with this person. Talk to me. Well, I, I struggle with uh, someone of a completely opposite worldview. Sure. S goes into goes deep with something. And you know you're going to have to deal with some worldview conflicts in that discussion. I struggle with going there. I, I, I sometimes feel like this is going to take way more, way more time sure. than I've got here in, in the five minutes that they're going to be here. Do you struggle with writing them off? 
I do. I do. And I, I struggle with looking down my nose at you know, yeah, your, your sure. worldview is defective. You um, suck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, and, and we laugh. This scripture, but the reality is we, we do struggle with that I on occasion. This scripture verse is dealing exactly with that, that frame. I be not high-minded or the mind not high things. Um, but no, wait a minute. I thought that was pointed toward them. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Let me share a verse with and you. I get that a lot, too. You know, they, sure. they're coming at me uh, as a... Uh, How holier than thou. An, an idiot uh, Christian who, you know, sure. believes that God does everything, you know, fills the, fills the gaps. Of course, I do. That's what I do believe, but I uh, have very good evidence <laughs> for it. Um, you believe that Jesus is the answer to everything? I do. <laughs> so, Amen. Todd, were you able to watch uh, the Nye and... Uh, I did not. Ken no. Ham. I did. Has no. anybody heard anything? Supposedly there was another debate last night, or or I, I've been wanting to see it. Yeah, yeah. Last night was it on television? No, was no, not. It was, it was just on the internet. Yeah, it was internet. So if I understood, the last time it was internet as well. I think it was on TV too. They had it, it was on. on it was TV. on television. Yeah, was it pretty really? darn yeah. sure. Yeah. Yep. So the Christian must have done really well, so they didn't air right. it. Right. <laughs> Ken Ham and Bill Nye. Yeah. So and what I picked up from what was on that fire that you sent us was is that. Because Bill and I did go to the ARC presentation, um, or whatever you call it, uh, encounter. ARC encounter. ARC encounter. And he took a film crew. And I think he was basically giving his side scientific to all side the, of right, scientific yeah, side. Good for him. Absolutely. But apparently there a debate went on during that same time. And Ken Ham shared the gospel with Bill and I. <clears throat> and, and what was funny was my son was with me when you sent that to us. And Benjamin said... Would that not be something if Bill Nye come to Christ and started pushing the creation? Amen. That, that would be something. Amen. Um, and we should pray for it. But it, so to keep with the conversation here, though, can you imagine humbling yourself to listen to, to a guy that, again, is completely diametrically opposed, thinks you're an idiot, and such of that nature, th thinks that you're hurting the world by pushing the lie of an ark? Uh, I, I would say that's exactly what Gavin was talking I do that on, I'm not going to say on a daily basis, but on a regular basis. Sure. I think if you're engaged in, if, if you engage in those types of conversations, and, and I don't know that Gavin will agree to this, but I'm telling you, I'm going to tell on him. He does, because <laughs> I, I, I've, I've seen him called uh, obtuse or one-sided or whatever the word, you know, and I think some of the words were a little bit nastier than that. Um, and Brad, the same. Towards the same. him. Absolutely. Yeah. And so I think that. Clarify. Yeah. So to be able to say that, you know, could you imagine if that was the case? I, I don't, Gavin doesn't have to imagine. I, I've definitely, right. I could be in that same situation at times, maybe not as frequently as he is or Brad is, but um, I, I definitely think that it, it's commonplace to, to have that Bill Nye type of argumentative I don't, debate is, I like to use the word debate more than argumentative mm. because it seems to be that, but they don't like us <laughs> at all. And, yeah. and, and they're yeah. pretty, pretty uh, outspoken about that. And that uh, the, the persona of I'm obviously right is, is hard to get through. Right. Hard to take, and or, it's hard to get through. Or, you know, and I, f I find more that maybe that they're not obviously right, but that I'm obviously wrong. And, it, and I'm not joking. I've got two people in my head that they're I – don't, I don't know that they would foundationally die on, on their topic. But they definitely will die on the fact that I'm wrong, no matter what my position is. I'm wrong. Yeah, so I've had this happen to me at work where we all have conservative Christian views, and except one person. 
He's a very important person, nonetheless. But <laughs> a topic, a pretty, uh, not the boss, but I'm a pretty, pretty hot topic where liberals and conservatives clash strongly came up, and everybody just, just flee and left me there. <laughs> Run away! They left Run me there away! alone to defend America, <laughs> and I let them have it the next day. And I there said it go. just like that. You all left me alone here to defend America, go, and girl. it was. And I, you know, I don't want to be. Um, Again, <clears throat> causing conflict with anybody, and I don't ever want someone to think, "Boy, that Tara is really hard to get along with," or um, in any situation, right, what, no matter. Conflict. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. We'll get to that it's later. <laughs> um, but that—it's hard to keep your cool, and you want to be keep your your witness. You want—it's all—it's very. And, and this is how to struggle, do it. right? This is, this is how to do it. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say that I, I think that we're going to win some. Credibility, I sent that from Brad, uh, announcement, a and integrity, if, if we do. You know, I, I am trying to get your side of this, you know, a as best I can. And I think this is, and I, I know that on Facebook this can't necessarily come across, but in a face-to-face -face conversation, the phrase, this is what I hear you say, it's really important because it proves that you just listen. Folks, it works in marriage. It works in, at work. This is what I hear you say. And you repeat back to them in your own words, but as best as you can, what you just heard them say. And if they say, yep, that's exactly what I'm saying, they know that you've listened well enough to be able to tell them, and then you do your best. Then you share with them why they're wrong. Watch this. But then lovingly require them when they go off on a tirade, whoa, 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 do to me what I just did for you. Tell me what I'm saying in your own words. That will force, uh, the word is escaping me, but comprehension. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm laughing because, and Gavin is too, because I wish that I wish that that worked. I really do. But re and, I, and I think that you're no, right. Marriage-wise, it does. But when you're arguing with someone of that mentality and debate, and you're debating, it, it, you have to actually be debating with someone who is willing to be open to another position. And, and, and yeah. most people that we, you know, I enter into those debates with are not. And I, I'm sorry, Do but you some agree? of those conversations I go into, I'm, I know that I'm not going to convince the person that I'm talking to. Right, exactly. But people Amen. watching and sure, listening no, to absolutely. that. Absolutely. Right. And sometimes that is the reason. I heard a thing this week, and I, I put it, uh, I talked to some folks in my circle about it, about being a pebble in a shoe. Sure. You, you don't have to, you, you know, you don't have to be right. You don't have to be belligerent. You don't have to be loud. All you have to do is place a pebble in their shoe. And if you do that, I mean, for those of you, and I talked to Melissa about this, I was like, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a farmer guy. So like, I, and, and I cut wood, and, I, and I'm also a man. And so the, whatever gets in my shoe stays there for like three and a half or four hours before finally I'm like, Ugh, I've got to stop I've everything got, now. I stop, I take the whole boot off, I do, you know, I pull this thing out. And I'm like, that's such a great analogy to be able to say, I don't have to be the winning argument at that time. But a lot of times it's just putting that little piece of information out there that they stew on maybe a week or so later. So went fishing with some of the guys from the church opening day, March 1, and, uh, I had that exact situation in waders. And so immediately I felt it in my right foot. And so I took that right foot off and I got that pebble out. 
Do you know once I got all snapped up where I felt one? Left foot. My left foot. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been in any rocks yet. I haven't been in the what? It's waders. It comes yeah. up to here. How did it get there? I don't know. But I, I, for three hours, I walked <laughs> on that thing. Uh, but anyway, so, all right, we'll, we're running out of time. But set not your mind on high things. So my approach to this was seek the humble approach. Take the ro- low road, the painful road, the non-congratulatory road. So even though I, I hear what you're saying and I agree with you, doesn't mean that it's wrong to try that approach. No, nonetheless. no, it, do, it doesn't mean that. No, because absolutely, if you you're do, right. If you do have an audience, they're going to see the double standard that you took the time to listen to their argument yeah. and they didn't. It does make a difference. It does yeah. make a difference. And that somebody just texted in, this is good. It says, when faced uh, with people of science, I meet them with science. Mention the, bang, the Big Bang Theory supports creation and mention that God has never denied things like magic or other gods, but asked his people to have no part of them. And he said, plus Ben just used my approach. I accept them as they are. You bet. You bet. But that's difficult. It, it is extremely difficult. Especially yeah. when they're attacking you. Yeah, you I, and I think that it's important for us to remember, you know, that we do not set your mind on high things, but associate with the humble. I think it's always important for us, the more that, the more that we learn in our walk, the more that we mature spiritually as Christians, that we don't get that haughty attitude. That we remember that at one time, we were there. Well, you know, and there's some folks that... That are that are you know they're they're drinking the milk and they're, I mean they're just 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 starting out and you can't bring your uh, deep PhD uh, PhD to the table and explain something to them in the manner that another PhD is going to understand and communicate and be able to rationally conversate on and and the and the humble to be able to understand because I'm the humble, <laughs> you know, and so with that being said, you, you got to talk dumb and you got to write it out on a chalkboard for me. It's yeah, like, a, me- it's like a mechanic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me some. I just need a little bit. It's like a mechanic talking to me about my car. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> you know, just could nod you, your head and your eyes. Could you use words that I can pick up on? <laughs> Christians get that, that, you know, they get that, they, they forget that, that, hey, I'm talking to this person. Like like a technician, like an expert, and I need to be talking to him in some plain language. Yeah. That can you imagine can how Jesus Jesus struggled with that? <laughs> that <laughs> right. knew everything in the universe. Thank talking you, to fisherman. So <laughs> lastly, be not wise in your own conceit. I just put down that uh, <clears throat> sometimes you're the worst person to take advice from. Yeah, amen. Meaning yourself, yeah. you're the worst person sometimes I'm, I'm to take advice too. from. Well, I just kept thinking, um, boy, when it says "do not be conceited," what is the the one characteristic in someone that is the most, it's someone that's very conceited and high and mighty, and that's like the one feature in a person that everybody runs away from. I don't want to be that kind of person. Right. Um, so that, I don't know, just thinking of how my approach towards people, if we're trying to be Christians um, at work, at school, at, at play, at whatever we're doing, um, I don't want anybody to think, well, those people over there are so darn conceited and into themselves, you just can't even have a conversation. So. Right. I'm good. All right. Well, we'll take a break there. Um, ben sent, or Brad, I should say, sent an announcement that tomorrow they're uh, looking for some, they're working on a rental property, and any men that are free to help would be appreciated. Should they contact Brad Banderman? Uh, they should contact Mark Tiaz. Okay, Mark Tiaz. But Tiaz's. if you don't have Mark Tiaz's number, just contact me, and we'll get you. Okay. Be, be at the rental house at 8 o'clock in the morning uh, type thing. Because they're going to tear out carpet and 
some other stuff, and they're going to get started on, on remodeling. Help that's is the needed. Right word. Yeah, All right. renewing. And tomorrow night, if you're interested, the Bethelman Shooting Club is meeting at um, the, it's escaping me. I pass it every day. The, the gun, gun shack. shack. The gun shack. Thank you. Um, that is at 6.30 to 7.30. It's $10 per person. Um, you don't have to be a member of the club to come. You can just Correct. come. And then I think you're a member at that yeah, point. Exactly. <laughs> so just show Showing up. up. Um, and apparently there is going to be a ladies' night to come, soon to be announced eventually. Um, and then we also have the Easter walk, but we're saving that for an enticing infomercial for later in the show. So um, I'm just saying... Anybody? So I had a I had a do it do it myself day today. I had a bunch of stuff that need to get done, physically demanding stuff, and I was actually pretty impressed with myself with what I got done by myself. <laughs> I thought you were going to tell me you still have <laughs> still have a lot of things you need to do. Well, uh, I was it thinking, might be didn't a, you just hear us talk about being conceited? It's going to be say, a, it's remember be, that whole conversation about high mind. It's going to be an ER visit tonight, probably. <laughs> I had to, left to do. So about four o'clock, my neck is hurting so bad I'm ready to throw up. I haven't thrown up since 1985. <laughs> And I go to get my, my neck medicine, nice. and I'm out. So, uh, my goodness, you are old. <laughs> I'm telling you. We the, may need to week, bring that segment back. Yeah. The week yeah. before I got married, I spent three days of the worst three days of my life being sick. So, anyway, so so I by four thirty I'm looking for my medicine. That's for my Denise in a great that, that was really wow. <laughs> Can't wait to have that segment. Bad bad I'm context. Married, yeah, bad bad context. <laughs> So there, there is a point where your mind and your body, you think you're like 22, but your body knows you're 53. Yeah. And, and there's at some point, there's some kind of differential that you ought to have some kind of warning. There's, there's too much uh, discrepancy here. You're thinking 22, you're do, doing 22 with a 53-year-old body. Anyway, I'm, I'm saying that somebody should warn you at some point. Your, your mind-body quotient's way off, buddy. Stop. Yeah. I know, yes. red flag. <laughs> Is that the purpose I, of pain? Yeah. Isn't that your hey, thing? Yeah, that's the message that's, of pain. You are you it overstated was yourself today. Oh. Well, so it's killing us here, Gavin. What'd you do? I was moving around that four four wheeler, oh. offloading it off a trailer, putting it on a trailer. It doesn't run. It doesn't run. <laughs> try try to push it with pound. four flat tires. Oh my sakes! Wow. You know they make air for those things, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I got here as soon as I could. <laughs> I had to get it off the trailer first. Ah, oh, okay. Well, mine's not near as funny, and it is all I could come up with today, but it does, after I sat there and did the stuff for the Romans uh, 12, 16, my, I'm just saying, is, is God making serving others a theme right now or what? And uh, every week it just keeps coming back to that, and so it just seems like God's kind of dr- Maybe it's just with me. I don't know. <laughs> Well, I'm just saying, I'm in like the allergy cyclone. I just came through Oh, that. my goodness. And uh, I don't make a habit of this. But last night, I texted my sister and said, I uh, drank coffee all afternoon just to stay awake. And I took Benadryl tonight so I could go to sleep. <laughs> and I'm Vicious just cycle. saying, I think I'm really on to something here. <laughs> <laughs> that's However, good. <laughs> whatever I want to do, I take a pill for it. Well, I, yeah. I'm just, that's <laughs> I don't make a habit of that, but out of desperation, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, well, I just got my. I'm just saying. I didn't know everybody didn't do that every day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's good. Okay, so uh, we're gonna definitely move on from there. Um, our next topic is um, 
perfectly on conflict resolution. So <laughs> wait, wait, wait a minute. Jeff just sent me something. Overweight women live longer than men who mention it. <laughs> <laughs> that, That's priceless. That is true, That's actually. Priceless. And you, you said something uh, about basically being a salesperson or whatever. And, and so <coughs> in, in just uh, the next break, Lord willing, we're going to have something to go along with that. So go ahead. Conflict resolution. Con yeah. Uh, Brad, yeah. Uh, and I, I apologize. We're going to do this on the fly. <laughs> Can you pull up the conflict resolution uh, things there and go to the uh, the last couple of slides where we talked about the, the go statements from Matthew 18 and the seven A's. That's what I wanted us to, to talk about. And if my memory serves me, we did this last year after the conflict resolution. Uh, we did, actually. Because uh, it's just powerful stuff. And, um, you know, I can say that because it's somebody else's stuff. But uh, Matthew uh, chapter 18 gives you and I the uh, way to handle conflict. Um, this came front and center uh, for years. I've been dreaming and hoping and praying about this renewal retreat, and uh, it, it was excellent. Uh, it was, I believe, what we needed. I don't know that it could have gone any better. Uh, with that said, uh, it was very interesting how it all came about. I had uh, about an hour, I had 11 elements, had about an hour to each element. We didn't get through, well, we got through the first element the first night. It took us from 7 p.m. to 12 p.m. to get through the first element. And I thought, well, this, this renewal may be more of a series uh, than a, a one-time thing. But nonetheless, we got through the other elements the next day. But those men, uh, I asked them to share in 10 minutes or less about where they're at personally. And that took two hours. And then I asked them to share 10 minutes or less where they're at ministerially. That took another two hours type thing. But it was good. Per guy, because they were all preachers. Right, 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 right. <laughs> uh, I, I have found in counseling sessions that the first counseling session is a regurgitation from the counselee everything in their life and you just got to let them go you, you know okay tell me tell me what we're here about and then the next hour and a half well you know <laughs> let's set the next session you know when i was 12 years and old when i was 12 years old right but 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 it's good it, it I, I don't fight that anymore it, it's good and i'm taking copious notes you know type thing um and and with all that said uh when you when you're trying to get to conflict resolution sooner or later it comes down to action points and this is essentially what Matthew uh, 18 tells us to do. Um, if we can back up, Brad, let's go to the uh, go statements. And I apologize. I want to do the seven A's after that. So the, the go statements are based on the Matthew 18. Moreover, if thy brother shall trespass against thee, go and tell him his fault between thee and him alone. If he shall hear thee, thou hast gained thy brother. But if he will not hear thee, then take with thee one or two more, that in the mouth of two or three witnesses every word may be established. And if he shall neglect to hear them, tell it unto the church. But if he neglect to hear the church, let him be unto thee as a heathen man and a publican. So go privately and confront. And, and I'm going to tell you, as a pastor, 19 years experience, uh, this is, if, if you can get this accomplished, the rest falls into place. But it is, number one, 
caring enough about that person to go. Number two, being caring more about God's work than you do your own offense to, to go get it right. Uh, comments on that, guys? Uh, it, right on. I, I, the question is, what, what, what would you do for the cause of Christ? Amen. Consider that before you go to the guy the first time. How, how, Percentage-wise, how much is resolved on that level at that step? 97%. Seriously. Thank you. Yeah. And, and I, I'm a slow learner. Uh, Gary Walker always teases about this. You know, I, I'm slow. I'm not retarded, but I'm slow is what he'll say. Well, amen. I, I'm there too, but I'm a quick learner, you know. And so after the second year, the same person <laughs> four times coming to me telling about how someone offended them and wanted me to do something about it. The Holy Spirit brought me to this passage, and on the fifth time, I said, I will only after you go first. And I shared this verse with that person, and it accomplished two things. That person discovered the way through Scripture to deal with conflict. Number two, I didn't, uh, you know, I, I, I fixed it. And I say I, the, the Holy Spirit and God's Word did. Go promptly. Uh, I won't say the name because he invokes with some people a blessing and other people cursing, so I won't say the name. But a, a man taught me that go in the day that thou hearest it, okay, to be King James here. Uh, and so as fast as you can go, go promptly. Comments, guys? I, I'm, yes, I, I agree. And just backtracking a little bit here yeah. on... What would you do for the cause of Christ? Consider that before you go to the person that on the first step when you go. Um, Matthew 25 talks about the sheep and the goats. And Christ says when you fed the hungry, you visited those in jail, you went to the sick, you, you did it to me. Can, can you put this, when you resolved the conflict, you did it, did to, it me, for me, to me amen. also? Um, well, and this goes perfectly with the second commandment. You know, love the Lord your God, you know, and it's, the second is like it. It's fulfilling the first Amen. commandment as well. Yeah. Amen. Amen. I was just going to say real quick before that is don't, don't go at all. I mean, if you can let it go, just let it go. And, and, a, a lot of times it goes back to being we're, we're so high-minded yep. that we just, this, this is affecting me. and i, I got to have me a pound of flesh I, I on this. I have to deal with this. Well, <laughs> so, sometimes you just need to get over yourself. Yeah, carry and let the it, cross. Yeah, let it go. Carry the cross. And, and that's me. I, there's a lot of times where I feel like, the other person needs to hear me talk, and that's not the case. It, a lot of times, I just need to get over it and, and let it go. But if I, that's not where you're at. Well, I've kind of become that, just you talking about the uh, 10 million year perspective. Yeah. And man, there's a lot of freedom in that, because <laughs> it, it just really is. And I've let a lot of things go, if you will, just because of, is this even going to matter? How much does this really affect the kingdom of God? people in my family that need to be one to Christ. This, how is this affecting people around me? How big of a deal is this really? And uh, more often than not, it's like not even an issue, not even going to go there, doesn't right. even matter. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of freedom there. Yeah. And the other thing I was going to say was the word confront does not equal pitchforks and torches <laughs> and emojis. Amen. <laughs> it, it literally it, it is just that a Beauty and the Beast comment? No. <laughs> According to Dave Mails, it was a millennial comment. Oh, I, there you, know, you go. There you go. I, was, I used some technology savvy there. Sorry. Go peacefully. So to, to, to piggyback off of what Brother Todd just said there, confront doesn't mean the pitchforks and uh, torches. 
go peacefully. And that means be, well, go prayerfully. Let's put those two together. You're probably not going to go peacefully if you don't go prayerfully. Stop and pray. You know, stop, drop, and roll type thing. Stop and pray it through and, and, and then go. Go persistently. Uh, so if the uh, A, B, C, and D is pretty much wrapped up in, in the first one, go privately. But then if the, if the private situation doesn't work, that 0.3%, go persistently. Go get you some deacons, the pastor, whatever the case may be. Um, go purposefully to church if private and group meetings do not resolve. Now, in our situation at the renewal retreat, this didn't apply from the standpoint of a local church context. But still, the formula still works. At work, it works. At school, it works. In family, it works. When there's an issue, you go to them and you try to work it out. And you try to work it out for both parties, not just yourself. Um, now let's go to the A's, Brother Brad. Can I also say that Please. If, you, if, you, if you don't go, like Tara kind of reinforced the point there, that you know, if you can let it go, you, you have to let it go. You, it can't come mm -hmm. up a week later in, at the dinner table or do you remember when so-and-so or, my gosh, I can't, you know, you'll never believe what so-and-so did last week. Well, that, that's the go and confront. If, it, if it's still bothering you, you need to take care if of it. If it's hanging it, on to that's you. That's right. right. Amen. If you can't let it go, that's then a good you need point. to go. So I, that just popped Amen. into my head. Amen. Uh, the seven A's of confession address everyone hurt or affected. Avoid if, but, and maybe. That's huge. I never mm -hmm. thought about that till so, again, that same person brought that up. Don't say if I offended you. <laughs> the fact that they're in front of you means you offended them. Now, I will give a caveat. We can take things the wrong way, th the way things were not intended. And, and I believe once that someone explains that, that, then you have to give them the benefit of the doubt. Uh, okay, then I misread that. You know? And then you talk from there. But, but uh, if, if, if someone, if it's obvious that someone purposefully offended you, or if you purposely offended someone, and, that, and now you've been called on it, you need to own that. Uh, admit specifically. I, okay, so, so let, let, let's get uh, personal here. Uh, somebody who will remain nameless but is 14 years old made me mad. Uh, his initials are Tony Kingston. Made me really mad one morning. And you all know that everyone has the ability to make us mad that we don't have control over our own emotions, and I'm being facetious here, okay? Tony has no power to make me mad. I chose to get mad at something that Tony did. Me and the wife had had a tremendous morning that morning as far as ha happy, waking up happy, uh, you know, everything's good. But I was mad. And she walked by me by the refrigerator and said, I'm here. And I looked at her and said, I could care less. I was mad, and I was wrong. And I mean, I mean, you know, and y'all know Dawn, the sweetest woman type thing. I know, she, I'm even mad at you for <laughs> talking to Dawn that way. What's wrong with you? I'm an idiot. <laughs> I'm a sinner. I, oh, my goodness. But for the grace of God, I'd be bound for hell. And, and I, oh, I, I knew, I knew. Ooh. So, you know, before she, we, we, we got alone in the room before she left, and I, I saddled right up to her, and I said, babe, I was wrong. 
I, I was wrong. And I, I admitted it clearly and specifically. So what you're saying was you did not say, if I offended yeah, you. Yeah, I did not Because <laughs> there that. was no question at that point. <laughs> but you know, the man in me still wanted to fight that. Well, sure. Yeah, but, well, but, yeah. but, I, but I've been taught well, okay? And so I humbled myself, and I saw the light come back, <laughs> you know, because she needed to hear that from me because I was absolutely, totally in the wrong. And... and so, uh, well, somebody texted in, sometimes you can say things to others and upset them without knowing it. Absolutely. Now, in your case, that's, <coughs> I, I, yeah. that's pretty clear. But in other cases, yeah. you do. I mean, it's, it. it's, I think we've all done that, upset people. And, uh, and we no want to know. No intention. And we yeah. want to know. Excuse me. Apologize. That's one of those statements, uh, what I'm hearing you saying, may be completely what, not what, the, what, I'm mm -hmm. what I'm hearing you say is not what they were actually Correct. saying. Correct. Amen. <clears throat> Uh, apologize. I, I am sorry. And, and I've tried to be faithful to this church on this uh, as fathers. Our kids have to hear us say, I'm sorry. As mothers, our kids have to hear us say, I'm sorry. Uh, because if not, they see, or I'm, I'm wrong. I blew it. Because if not, they see the obvious dichotomy. They see the hypocrisy. But when you tell them straight up, I blew it. Then that they, teaches them that they don't have to take responsibility for their actions right. as well, because right. there's no. Uh, you're not. Yeah, right. Right. You you didn't say you're sorry. Why do that's I have to? Why do I have to take responsibility? Accept consequences. Uh, alter your behavior. Ask for forgiveness. That, that's cool, right there. Ask for forgiveness. Don't because we might think that once we've admitted it and apologized, we we should be off the hook. But no, ask for forgiveness. Uh, that that's cool, uh, because it brings you together. Uh, and I even, I mean, it, the, the Holy Spirit whooped me that day. And I even sent her a text later. I, you know, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Just I'm a sorry, text, no flowers. <laughs> no, no flowers, sorry. She told me when we got married, I didn't have to do that no more. And I took her at work. <laughs> 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 I do buy her diamonds occasionally. But oh, anyway, yeah, there you go. Right. Comments? Well, if, yeah. if Christianity doesn't work in con conflict, then... then what we're wasting our time. We're here. wasting our time. Amen. If we can't overcome conflict with the principles of Scripture and Christ's example, uh, I'm looking for the verse. I can't find it. This was uh, Francis Schaeffer's study on the mark or our our credentials for claiming that Christ is is the, the risen Savior of the world is our love one for another. And it's in By this John, shall all men know that you're my disciples if you show love one to another. John 17. Mm -hmm. I can't, can't find the verse, but uh, we lose our credentials if we can't resolve conflict. Cool. All right, so uh, now we're on to a topic that we started last week. It might be a complete fail or it might be wonderful. I guess we'll find out. Um, but would you rather? Yeah, and we need you guys to come up with some would you rathers. Uh, last week we did... Um, well, I, I don't Would have you rather do a Final Four bracket and, oh, no, binge right. watch the March Madness or shop for Easter presents? Would you rather binge watch? The and I would I would rather do both. I mean, I, I would just actually couldn't went choose which I'd like Sarah more. Sarah today to, to pick up her wedding dress. So Look at I, there. I, and I did not watch Aww. any basketball. <laughs> John Wouldn't 13, tell. 35. 13, 35. All right. So, uh, so you got a would you rather? I do. Let's hear it. Would you rather spend a weekend in church ministry with toddlers or teenagers? The whole, 
or seniors. No, don't don't put that. I'm not going there. Teenagers. 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 It will at least be lively. Yes. Yes. I'm sure toddlers would be too, and seniors too. Amen. That's a good one. What about you? Oh, teenagers. I've got a toddler. Having toddlers. Boy. Four out of four. That was, yeah, that was I don't know which, vote. you know, it's kind of like which one is more self-centered at that age, you know, and uh, it's, it's tough. It's a tough mm. draw, but yeah. definitely the toddler yeah. is a little more me-minded. Well, yeah. But that's because of mental incapacity. <laughs> teenagers, it's a choice. Yeah, yeah. It's about me. All right, so would you rather have two weeks of record snow and cold and be stuck at home? Or have two weeks of 100-plus heat and have an outdoor job. Oh, my oh, gosh. That's easy. Stuck at home. So easy. Heat. Stuck at home. Stuck at home. Stuck at home. Are you crazy? No, the heat. I'd the rather heat? be in the heat outside. Well, I still have to go to work if it snows. It does not matter. So I see. I get I stuck see. in Washington for <laughs> days on end. So give me the heat. I'll okay. be outside. Wait, no, wait a minute. He said record question. snow. So whether you have to go, because I've had people tell me this before, I have to go to work. If it's not, no, I'm talking like six you feet of snow in Missouri. You can't, you can't, go can't get to work. Can't go to work. Like the whole world is oh, shut down. I've been told that's not an excuse. Really? <laughs> <laughs> are you serious? Wow. So serious as a heart attack. No, <laughs> no pun, pun intended. intended. Ouch. What about you, Pete? <laughs> I, I got, oh, the cold by, cold? by far. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Give me, give me Stuck snow. inside. Like six. Six, eight, ten, twelve feet. Of yeah, I can still see, go outside. I can walk to my hunting spot. So, you know, I'm, oh, I'm I thought you were going to say you can walk to work. Never no, mind. No. <laughs> and I can. And I can. <laughs> Rub it in a I'm more likely to walk to hunt than I am to work, though. <laughs> Just be honest. Ouch. All right. No, I'm kidding. All right. So, um, I'm supposed to ask Todd if he's ever missed work because of snow. Let me, let me. Uh, let me guess who texted that in. Uh, no, I have never missed work because of snow. All right. Third and final topic is an infomercial. Um, he needs no introduction, but we will anyway. David Mails. Come here. on, David. Let's give old Dave a hand. Hello. Hello. Hey, Dave. Appreciate you guys making room up here. Yeah, so. Except for Todd, he didn't move one. <laughs> Happy we're, you're here, Dave. <laughs> we said while we're here to talk today. Yeah, so um, we have Dave here because yes. the so, Easter walk is oh, upon oh, us. I thought it was conflict resolution. Bring up those A's again. Now I think he's selling us something, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's selling I'm something. I'm selling right. something for yeah. sure. Who's not uh, who's not participating this yeah. year in the Easter <laughs> walk? <laughs> Could you please raise your hand? Speaking of conflict resolution, we're offended that you're amen. Well, so... Essentially, guys, you know, think of some questions, but what I want to uh, start off with, Dave, is what is Easter Walk to you? How did the dream get started? So on and so forth. Wow. Uh, of course, you know, I'll, I'll probably shed a few tears just because that's my nature. But um, we start, we used to do a walk to Bethlehem over at my old church. And, uh, Morse Mill. Morse Mill Baptist Church just 20 some miles across the way and uh, so we, we participated in that Tracy and I were guide families so we did a similar activity where we take people through on the outside except for every year it was in December the second weekend of December and so it was easy to tell everybody when it was and the challenges of the Easter walk is Easter changes every year so right. that's one of the things we faced and I always wanted to do it over there so I wrote a script and we decided it was too hard to do both of those activities. So close for to one church. It's pretty so, demanding. Yes, yes, exactly. And so 
Um, we never got to do it over there, so Zach uh, turned five, and we said, well, we're too far from there to get Zach involved with, and we also want him to go to school with kids his own age, um, and church his own age, and since we're living over here, we decided to try looking for new churches. It's always a challenge to find new churches. We're still looking. Uh, <laughs> when you find one, let me know. Amen. You find the perfect church, don't join it, don't, don't join ruin it. it. Amen. But uh, so we're here, and um, Ben and, and I talked, and I kind of sold him on the idea, and he didn't buy on it at first. Um, but I think knowing Whoa. Ben, that's what he does, though. He, he sees how persistent someone is. So I got him to go over, watch it. I think one year, saw it over there and brought it back here in regards to talking about it and asked him again. And he's like, well, I don't know. Let's think about it. And then I think about the third year we, we were coming, second or third year, um, we, I convinced him to, to try it on a small scale. And uh, I think that year we had 450 people come. Oh, my so. goodness. Ben was, ben was sold at that time. <laughs> He's like, are they all coming to church too? As you know, type things. So um, in the first year, we probably had about 100 people in the cast. So it was smaller than, than what it was. But uh, we still, I think, if I remember right, walked pretty much the whole trail. We had the city where it was at. Yep. We had the play within a play, uh, which was the old stage that's been burned down since. Um, we had... We've added a few things throughout the years, but the, the main things was the farmer was, was there the first year. We had Steve in the corner Samaritan, at the Samaritan, Samaritan Station. You know, the soldiers and then the miracles and then the play within a play and then Peter in the city, city yeah. from there. And then we've added a few things since then, the woman at the well. Uh, we've also added a few Roman soldiers, Another the centurion. centurion guard. Thank you. So um, that's kind of how we got here, and well, this will be our... Ten years since our first one. This will be our ninth time doing it. So it's kind of weird in regards to saying that. We took a year off. So, but it's and that's ten what we years. do now. We, we right. do four Every, years on, one year off. Exactly. And j just for clarification, Brother David, in case we do have someone that just gets on BethelLondale.com and clicks on this podcast, this is an outdoor play of the last week of Jesus' life, essentially, in his crucifixion, resurrection, right. and burial. And it lasts 45 minutes. And our, the, the next one, the newest one, will be April 7th, 8th, and 9th. Uh, April 7th, 8th, and 9th of this year, and we're hoping that people can come. We, it's, an outs, it's a free production. Yeah. Um, you get cookies at the end, so if, even if you don't like the, the walk, you at least get something at the end to celebrate with, cookies and lemonade or hot chocolate, depending Starts on the weather. We go from 6 to 8.30. 6 to 8.30. Friday, Saturday, Sunday of the weekend. If you can't make the weekend, you can always come Wednesday night. It's our dress rehearsal. So, so know that, that no uh, radio show that night. <laughs> right. The That's fifth? the fifth. Fifth. Yep, the fifth. And so um, we usually hand out costumes the week before. So when you want to come and participate, I've had a lot of people come to me on that Sunday and say, "Hey, can, can I, I be can in? I be in it?" And I've had people come on Sunday night, the last night, and hey, can I be in it? And they we always get them in. There's you bet. I've never. As long had, you have a costume, you'll get yeah, them in. That's right. Even if I don't, we'll figure out how to get you working somewhere. So we've always been able to be successful with that. I've never turned anybody down in regards to being participating into it. So, got a question, Todd? No. 
Um, so if 400 was the first yeah. number. 453 was our what, first year. What has been our best turnout? 979. Almost we made it to 1,000. Almost made it to 1,000. That was. Uh, yeah. Is that over the course of a weekend then? That was, yeah. All, all, well, all four nights if you include Wednesday night mm -hmm. because we are giving it to the kids that go to Awana. So we always count that. Um, but yeah, 979. We were 21 short. Um, it was actually one of the better years in regards to when Easter was yeah, later in the year. Yeah. Kind of like the this weekend. Year. So yeah. This year is one of the in those one of the better one of the better weeks. The Easter can go anywhere from March. And don't quote me on this. March twenty third, twenty second, twenty third to April twenty second, twenty third. So wow. it has a month that it can range, and we've. Who makes that decision? Uh, the moon. <laughs> Pretty yeah. sure, if I remember right, the first year it did snow. We had some was that snow. Right? Was it was it the was the first year that it mm -hmm. snowed? Yeah, yeah. So like, we've had snow. Yeah. We've had rain. Uh, we've had some wind, but you know. <laughs> we did have. We've wind had, one some year. <laughs> yes, had, we had some fire. Yeah. Had some fire. Had some headdresses oh, catch California on fire. California experience. You know? Actual people on yeah. fire. Through, throughout the years, we've been blessed not to have any serious injuries. Amen. Tried to. And uh, <laughs> you know, we've we've had we have uh, uh, people who come that can't make the whole walk, so we have. Uh, golf carts. Golf we cars. call them camels to the system on their way. One hump camels, and so there's availability for for people who can't make the walk. We can get them on a golf cart. We do focus on the the, the, the groups are anywhere from 15 people up to 35 people. So uh, hopefully the if Dave, if Dave gets in charge of scheduling that night, they're 35. Yeah, so yeah. So if you can, the, all, if the you can always tell. When the when the ladies at the front door need a restroom break because Dave takes over, all of a sudden your team side. I have a blessed group of people who know what they're doing, yeah. and Amen. as long as I can stay out of it, Todd is right. It goes well. So, <laughs> so what so. do you need right now? Like what kind of positions or casting or just what kind? What level of participation are you still needing? I right now? still need some people in the city. Um, so it's a non quote-unquote, line reciting part, I guess is what I'll call that. You, you need to be able to, to talk, and, well, even if you can't talk, <laughs> we, can, you can we can use you there. Yeah. But we need people to, to, to yell during that time as, as Christ is coming through, talk to the disciples that are coming in. Um, and so there's really, quote-unquote, no specific lines. I do have some lines if you want a, a help on that. But uh, So you're selling stuff in the city, you're trying to be merchants, and then Christ comes through. And you're yelling at them, so on and so forth, and and then you uh, have to be quiet just for a little while uh, while they nail Jesus to the cross. It's very impacting. And so let's talk about that real quick because it. And you correct me if I'm wrong. It's probably the hardest place to recruit people for, because quote unquote, it's the least. I mean, I mean, you're, you're nobody you're, wants to mock Christ. As <laughs> right, nobody wants the, to mock you, Christ. As it goes the, the, the city. Early in the evening, I can get them to mock Christ. Later at the at the end, it's kind of like, poor Jesus, don't nail him. I'd have everybody in the city, don't nail him to the cross. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I've got to have people saying, right. nail him to the cross. Nail That's him. tough. I think I think I've had a lot of people tell me that it's very impactful because you hear those nails, yeah, over and over and over and over. You can Amen. see it on the visitor's face. The oh, first whack. Goodness. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's, there's no question. Grave look on the face. It's, it's well written. And that, that, that is part of why it's so impactful, I think, right. is how, you know, everything gets quiet and how The well ground done. shakes yeah, it's, with it's each hammer hit. Yeah, because yeah, there's been a lot of people who say, well, you ought to get him up on the cross. And I'm like, 
A, I'm not for sure how to do that. Yeah. B, let the, let the mind do that. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So, so who's Jesus this year as far as in the city? In the city, it'll got be... clean Jesus and dirty Jesus. Who's the, clean, who's the, clean, who's the dirty Jesus? Well, I like to consider them all clean, but <laughs> you know what I mean. I got one up on Gavin right there. <laughs> so we've got the Rayfield boys who will play those parts typically um, for That's the last right. few years. We've That's also uh, had Jeff started a long time ago up there as Jesus. Um, we've got a lot of good people who've... Amen. Uh, James is up in the up in the we'll play within a play. Mark um, Shelton played yeah. it for quite a few yeah. years. So let me ask this: hard part to find. I will say that though. Yeah. We've been blessed that yeah, every year someone comes. Dave through, Patton but, uh, was the first one. Dave that's Patton. Right. That's right. right. Absolutely Long time ago. excellent. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, every one of them's been great. Right. So are there any new for folks that may go check it out on the web and they're going to listen to this? Is there any? Should they be? Ready for any new surprises? Well, new people are playing some new parts. Um, so Maybe a little different take on there. Yeah, well, they... you know, I would say that you could go through their... we got six different guide families or six different uh, disciple groups or what we call um, followers of Jesus. Those are the women that do that. And each one of those adds their own unique perspective. Yeah. The I try to tell them to follow the script, and they do whatever they want. <laughs> uh, I've been doing that since year one. Um, but uh, but that adds that it's adds interesting. to it. You can go through with with Todd and Brad, and it's great. And you can go through with Ben and Benjamin, and it's great. But there's the stories will be the same. Yeah. But how it's done it's a different is different. Approach. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, it's the creativity of each. Yeah. The, what everybody brings to and it. And I think that's you know I'm really actually a little saddened when someone comes and says oh, I want to see Todd and. And, and Brad do it every year. And I'm like, no, man. You, you want to see you, someone else sure. do you it. You do need to mix and, it up. Uh, especially sure. if you're coming more than more than once, you know. Uh, seeing it from somebody else doing it adds value in regards to just seeing a different perspective. And that's what's nice about it. We Even though we've had a, a good, solid group, I think Gavin is the only – you weren't in the first year, right? Were you in the first year? I was not a disciple the first yeah, year. I was right, in right. Gavin and Jeff Folk are well, the I only think ones. Jeff was the first year. Jeff uh, Folk was, I was yeah. with Gary White the first year. Yeah, but no, he James was with Hogue. he was with Rob Piontek. It was James Hogue first year was was who I was ah, with. Oh, okay, yeah, but but I mean you're you've been there since the first year as a disciple. And, and Brad too, right? Brad, Brad Vanderman yeah. was with uh, Bob Rapold. Mm-hmm. Um, so and then Jeff, I think. Should Jeff, I get a pin this year? Yeah, yeah, of course you will. I think you're right. We'll, we'll pin you. Well. We'll pin you're you in this church. Year. We'll pin you this year. Uh, uh, along Tara's line, there, do I? Tara said that she's going to be available this year. Yeah, to I come am. And, yes. and you know and what? Participate. And let me just be honest. I've wanted to do it for like three years, but I didn't want to ask to do it. And I have found that I'm the kind of person that needs to. And I'm sorry. And this is not. I'm not saying this is a good way to be. I just am good at evaluating myself. That. Somebody ask me, and I want to do it, but I don't want, you know, like I kind of need to be approached. So if you're sitting out there like me, like, boy, I would love to help, but nobody's asked me. We're just, asking you, you now. You are yeah. being Amen. asked. We're you're asking. Official. Yeah. You it's are official. invited. Yeah, raise your hand, and I'll come <laughs> ask you right <laughs> now. So I have that, to so. say, this has become the premier outreach yes. to the community for Bethel Baptist Church. And you, it, you feel good when you're done. Right. You're exhausted, but you feel like you've done a good thing. Yeah. Thanks, Dave. Amen. Pray for right, a thousand thanks. people. Yeah. Amen. A thousand Amen. people to come Amen. this year. Amen. See you guys. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. Well, we have handouts, flyers. Yeah, advertise. Thanks for the nation.